My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable And I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat his children Hi, it's Michael here. This is Beyond the Ropes. I'm joined today by David and Dwight. We're missing Sean today, but we've got an excellent, excellent replacement. We've got Jez Smith, boxing out of Harrow, the local boy. And uh, welcome to the show. How are we, guys? Good, good. Cool, man. Yeah, Dave's not even looking at us, so that's fine. Yeah, I'm doing my usual. He's doing his usual. <laughs> Dave's got a sore throat today, so he's, he's going to try and sound Sam, like Barry White. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah. Right, but there's only one place to start, and that is it's the Anthony Joshua card. Now, I said it in last week's show, I wasn't going to watch it, I didn't watch it, I've got zero interest in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hand over to Dwight, because I know that Dwight watched it. I only watched it because I had nothing else to do, basically. So. Did you pay for it? Uh, Go on, bake yourself up. My <laughs> favourite. Uh, for the first time, for the first time ever, I actually streamed it. Oh, no, you streamed it? I did not pay for it. And, um... Call <laughs> <laughs> it what you want, boys. I, I, I refuse to pay for that. I refuse to pay for that. I thought to myself, I'd rather buy myself a bottle of rum instead, you know. All that, all that money. For your 20 quid. Yeah, yeah, for my 20 quid, mate. I, 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 I'd, rather pay for, I'd rather pay for a bottle of rum. Now, I just, I, just, I just didn't think the card was worth 20 quid. No. Like, Joshua, okay, himself, pay per view fighter, but was that card worth 20 quid? I just didn't, I just didn't think so. And especially the late replacement. And I just, I just did not think that was worth twenty quid, so I, I just didn't pay for it. I just streamed it. I'm suppose, glad I did. I suppose you got to look at it though in two different views of people. Like people are still paying for it. Yeah. Um. In my anti Joshua is a is a pay per view fighter without a doubt. Um. With the late replacement, they're not going to change things like that though, are they? So, I think you know if he, if he was fighting Pulev, um, is it Pulev? Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. you know it's definitely a, a fight. Mm. It's definitely worth pay per view, but with the late replacement, they're not gonna they're not gonna change that. And people, you know, maybe not like yourself, but other people still yeah. pay the money. So yeah, yeah. I, I just <coughs> the rest of the card as well. Um, normally, normally you expect to get like a half decent card as well, but it just it just it just didn't materialize for me. I think it killed it because all the all the blowouts. Yeah, it was like yeah. was four of four of the six fights had replacements, didn't they? Yeah. For, for a fighter, you train however many weeks you do your camp. Mm. Let's say a week before the fight, someone goes, right, the guy you're fighting is not in it. How badly does that affect you? I suppose you just got to adjust, you know, uh, an experienced fighter like, you know, Joshua, I think Frank Buglioni had a replacement. Mm. Um, as being with their experience, you just to adjust to it and just focus on what you've got to do when, when you get in there and get the job done. Yeah. And... Uh, that's what I need Joshua done. That's what Frank Buglioni done. You know, with, um, you know, I know they're focusing on you know game plans for that opponent, mm-hmm. yeah. but a good fight can adjust to that straight away and uh, get in there, get the job done. Yeah, when you like, I don't know how to, I, like, I don't know what goes on beforehand or after, but say you've got your next fight and there's a possibility you might he might pull out for whatever reason. Are there like, 
do you know maybe two or three other options beforehand or is it literally just a surprise no no not that yeah I've never I've never been in that position well once before I was meant to fight someone and then it uh, it got changed a few days before but no they don't really give you a heads up of who it's going to be but with uh, that sort of um level where they're at mm. them sort of fighters you know British level and, and European and world level you I'm, I'm guessing they'd have people ready it wouldn't just be like oh yeah, yeah they said yeah, for this I, one I they, they had they had Takam on standby yeah I think yes. they had na- na- so, yeah, yeah. names on standby they yeah. would do it at that sort of level because they got us you know they got to be fit as well at, yeah, yeah. at the level where I'm at at the moment you know um even when you're just having build up fights towards before you get titles then they can yeah they'll just throw throw anyone just in there Fair enough. Mm. That's good to know, though. Mm. I, thought, I just did. I never ever thought this thought. Right, he's pulled out. They just picked up the nearest phone call and gone. Yeah, do you fancy it? Like, there must be something like that. There's got to be something at some place. point. Like, I mean, you mentioned Frank Buglioni. It was quite interesting with that one. I think there was a late pullout, mm. and then the selection mm. of opponent. You had Jose Burton saying, "Could have called me." Yeah, yeah. Yard saying, yeah. "You could have called me." Well, obviously it's not that easy obviously they've all got different promoters and different yeah, deals set up but do you think the fighters have much choice in that or do you think at that stage where it's a, a little while before it's just is like match, right, it, I don't know got, I suppose got the matchmaker done. would talk to to the fighters manager and see what option mm. for them I suppose mm. I don't know I couldn't tell you depends on who's oh, available no. as well then yeah, yeah so. of course mm. and if, it's and if they've got to. if the other people got up and coming fights themselves so, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I suppose you're going to have to pay off the guy that you're supposed to be fighting. And all, yeah. I wouldn't know. Okay, so for the boys that did see it then, Anthony Joshua, did he look convincing? I don't think he did. It, I, just, it just looked like another Anthony Joshua fight where he, he fights a geezer that he's better than. You know, it wasn't. It was never going to be a 50-50 fight. I know boxing is one punch and it, it changes mm. the game. But watching it, I was just watching it. He's just going through the motions. Mm. He, already, he already knew from like the first time he took Takan's punch nothing's going to worry me there I did I, I, did, I did think that um, Joshua was pretty I think he was pretty predictable in that fight though I mean because Takan what he was going to throw yeah mm. and, and he was throwing the combi- same combinations and he in, I don't know it's, it's like it didn't have the same effect as it as it normally does on other, opponent, other opponents I think he um, adjusted uh Adjusted Waldo to after that was it the second round when he broke his nose? Yeah, yeah I think I mean, yeah. you know you got to hand it to, to Andy Joshua. Definitely. He, he he definitely you know from breaking your nose he probably I don't know what would have been going through his through his mind but yeah. you know he he kept it controlled yeah. he didn't panic about it and he got the job done. Yeah. For me, I don't know if it should have been stopped when it when it did. I I don't it think it should have. Looked a bit easy, didn't it? Yeah, oh. I don't I don't think I think it I think the you know uh, is it Ta- what's his name Takam yeah. yeah. I think he deserved to he, see the, the 12 he, rounds he definitely yeah. did he yeah. definitely um, did but the referee is the, is the closest man to it so yeah. you got to sometimes stick by his decision yeah, he yeah. was taking a lot of shots he was but, taking um, a lot of shots but, but I don't I, I, I personally don't think that it should have been stopped I don't all. think he was ever no. completely gone no but like no. I said uh, Andy Joshua adjusted well to you know um, having a broken nose yeah. and then uh Doing what any experienced fighter does, and uh, got the job done. I think I think he learned. I think he learned a lot more from this fight than he did all those other, you know, first first round, two second round blowouts as well. Like you know, mm. it, it was he was in another it was it was another fight where he was actually 
he had to think a bit more about what he's doing. Obviously, the broken nose. Um, he couldn't. He didn't just have to. He couldn't just walk in there, knock the knock the guy out, early shower sort of thing. Mm. He had to sort of dig deep, and he did look. He did look tired towards the end. Yeah, I, I think was, uh, even in that mid uh, mid mid fight, he he looked like he was uh, at times blowing a little bit yeah. in the middle rounds. Um, but his second win clearly kicked kicked in at, at, at between eight, nine, ten, and yeah. when the referee uh, stopped the fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a fighter, because we've heard lots of people talk about, and us as fans, we speak about the second win quite a lot. I remember back in the Hay Bell, you fight, they just people kept on banging on about people having a second win. Is that a genuine thing that you feel as a fighter, you become aware of, you, you kind of have a bit of a breather and then you, you know that you're going to you, Yeah, I just think you uh, just, just get a kick um, into that second win. You know, you get, you know if, you're, if you're getting that little bit tired, out of getting out of first gear, when you kick it in and pick the pace up a little bit, you know, you kick into second wind a little bit. Um, I suppose that comes from from what you put in in the gym. Yeah. You know the rounds you put in, um, the more rounds you put in sparring. You know with your with your burst of your sprints and your running and things like that. Obviously helps. See, this is the insight that we don't get. Yeah, we always yeah. just sit here and we talk a lot of nonsense about what we see. <laughs> we just guess. You just, it's all about like, well, I wonder if they do that. If they do that. If when you got someone like yourself here, it's, you can actually ask the question. What like, what helps when when you're gassing? What doesn't? You know, what's what do you do in the when you're training for eight mm. to ten weeks or whatever, twelve weeks, what helps in the later rounds, you know? But yeah, it's good. It's good insight. So obviously, there wasn't just Anthony Joshua on the card. We had Katie Taylor pick up her first world title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that was quite. I don't want to say obvious because you have to earn it, and she's done well to get to where she is. Yep. Yeah. But I think we all expected it. Yeah, we were expecting her to win that. So Jez, I was saying to the boys last week, I put on a uh, an accumulator on the seven fights. <laughs> and it was I put ten pounds on because I had it in my account, mm. and it was fourteen pounds back for all the matchroom fighters to win. <laughs> Great odds! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that was with stoppages as well. Yeah, that was with stoppages just, like, just to win. That and uh, I'm okay. guessing you won. Uh, no, I didn't. And do you know why? Because for what for four? Is that you was winning with four quid? Yeah, I just like I could. I had some money <laughs> left over from my football one. I just thought, oh, do you know what? I still got this match. And I see easy <laughs> money sort of thing, and it didn't come out. I, I was pretty fuming in the end, to be honest with you, but. One of the guys who uh, who does a new age boxing podcast, Martin, he tweeted out on the morning and he said, if you want to get the pay-per-view for free, then you have to uh, put £20,000 on on a Coley to oh, win. Oh, I, I see yeah. that. I see that. Because <laughs> he was I, one to a thousand yeah, to win. Yeah, I see that. And then you wow. get the thingy, the, wow. the pay-per-view uh, free. So I don't think anyone's going to be putting uh, £20,000 on, uh, <laughs> even though it was a dead cert. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're still still squeaky bum time, wouldn't it be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was the only way you were going to make that fight exciting. Let's be honest. Wow. And that's by betting your house on it. Literally betting. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had uh, Dylan White, uh, Hellenius. Yeah. I feel it probably went as expected again. They're really building the not, Dylan White now. Not in the not in the first well not in the first three rounds I think. I look, it looked like he was going to get knocked out. He looked like he was going to get knocked out. Finished exactly as I expected it. So you can tell mm. me more about the actual no, fight. No, well, first couple of rounds, I, I, he he was he was getting caught. He was getting outboxed. He was, he looked, I thought he was going to get knocked out. He got got, got wobbled a couple of times. But yeah, he, he 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 done what he had to do. I came back. Fair, fair play to him. You know. But I mean, it's well known. I'm not a big fan. Of, uh, of White. but that's because he blocked us on Twitter for no reason <laughs> <laughs> so listen I'm petty I don't care 
Did you tweet him anything? No, do you know what we did, right? And you I found out I found out recently something. how we got banned. And it's if you message him or if you tweet him and you ask him why he hasn't updated his bio, because it still says seventeen and 0, yeah. or nineteen and 0, Did you, you ask him you. why he, he ain't updated it? Yeah. And he blocked you. I think in fact I don't even know if it was us that asked it. I think we were just in a conversation where someone asked it and he probably just blocked <laughs> group, everybody. Group block. Yeah. There you go. And it's just like, all right, you're all gone. But he said in an IFO interview that anybody who asked that he just he blocks them. I don't follow him on Twitter, so I can't don't know if he uh, if he's blocked much, me or, or not. <laughs> Are you a fan of uh, Dylan? Of Dylan White? Um, I don't really watch much of him, to be fair. Um, you know, I watched the fight of him versus Andy Joshua. I've, I thought he was the, was doing all right up to when he got knocked out. Um, I can't really comment on the other day because I didn't watch it. Um, I like where Dillian's come from, you know, fighting on a small show and now built himself up yeah. uh, to be on the matchroom shows and, and doing really well for himself. So um, I hope he does well in his career. Um, yeah, I'm, I believe he can. Uh, I believe he can achieve more than where he's at at the moment. I don't know mm. if he's ready for for world title level yet, but I wish him all the best with it. So it's interesting. Mm. I find with him. So since he fought Joshua and that being his kind of high point, mm. still dining out on the fact that he buzzed him. Like he buzzed him on a early on, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, the first round or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he, yeah, so he, he's obviously he's still that's still the thing. It's like oh, he nearly got Joshua and yeah, the closest one to it. Well, I do find with their careers now, obviously mm. Joshua's in terms of well everything about him, Joshua has, has progressed and moved upwards and onwards. And I, I'm not trying to be harsh. I don't see Dylan White being any better now than he was two years ago I still think Joshua is probably the best person he's fought mm. yeah without a doubt I think his yeah. training has gone a hell of a lot better well he's definitely more professional now yeah but he, I think he said that himself he, he has someone that sorts out his food mm. and his diet it's, it's, it's fully I think matching probably give you that they've got, they've got all the bells and whistles man they're probably not messing around and there's a lot of money to be had if he gets a big fight mm. so they're looking after him and obviously that I think they're what well, really, did he win the other day WEC Silver yeah and what does that put put him on that the, puts him in the mandatory position for, well mandatory for, yeah, for Wilder, Wilder yeah. but does it straight away even win that belt put you in the mandatory position or does it because yeah, a lot of people win the WBC silver they, yeah. don't, they, they don't get straight away no. get a, a no. world title shot straight after no. so no, I think there's so much to it you know, he's in the mandatory position but look how many mandatory people like even yeah. eliminators you get oh, fighters yeah. that do even at British levels like oh they're fighting for a British eliminator and then they win the British eliminator and then they don't get their British title shot straight away and then there's like well there's another eliminator and he's yeah. like how many eliminators are there yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm a fighter and I should probably know most of this but it's no, like but it's true. how many eliminators is there for but you, you know what I mean yeah. you see yeah. the politics involved even just sort of like the level we're at in like boxing media you see that people get progressed yeah. certain places mm. like take for example the uh, the Tyson Fury situation how long was he waiting or still waiting for his his case to be heard he's, yeah. I see the other day he's got it he's going to get his license yeah they said they've given him a green light to fight in 2018 which is which is great news it's great for British boxing yeah we, we, massively. we, we need massively. him back yeah. you know, yeah, but when we said it before like he's been waiting nearly two years yeah. to even get a hearing yeah, that's and a long time fighters. to on hold. It's what yeah. said. You've got people. This is not a secret. You people like Lucas Brown, uh, is it uh, Chagiev or someone like that? And they've had bans. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've been caught. Back. They've been suspended. They've done their suspension. They've come back. 
person hasn't even yeah. had his hearing yet. Yeah. yeah. If that was Anthony Joshua, yeah, yeah, oh, that would have been, been done in a week. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, two yeah, weeks, happened. three weeks. He would have been. He'd have been sitting sorting out suspension. This is not me saying that he's. Well, hopefully, uh, yeah. hopefully gets his uh, license back in 2018, and we see a mega fight we, we between need him back. and uh, yeah, Anthony Joshua. Do you think? Do you think after his layoff? that Tyson should go straight in straight in for a big fight no or, I'd or like to see him fight uh, have like a warm up fight or something first before mm. moving straight in for a tiles just to see uh, you know get a bit of ring rust off yeah because there's um, going to be, be ring rust there for him and he's ballooned as well like, yeah. he's a big big boy now oh he is yeah so but he, you know he's fair to him he, he, he's, he does a mess battle when it comes to training though, for he's going to be working in hard yeah. in the gym now to get that weight off and mm. you know yeah. he's he dedicated enough to get it off and it'd be good to see him back in the ring. And Peter Fury's always said that whenever Tyson comes into camp, the first like four or five weeks are always, always shifting three or four stone off him straight away. So yeah. I don't think it's going to be anything that they're not expecting. Obviously, they're with Tyson every day. They're going to know it's, what condition he's in. It's not going to be a surprise when he turns up at camp on day one. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tyson, you're 25 stone. What's going on here? They know exactly what's <laughs> But, I mean, we, us as fans... Sean, who's not here today, he, he was the original Fury fan out of all of us. Yeah. And I was not a fan. But I started off as a very big David Price fan because of Dwight. Dwight got me onto Price. And I, I, as a, you know, when you get two big fighters, mm. at, at a point when they were kind of both at British level, mm. you kind of have one or the other. Yeah. One that you really like, one that. And Tyson. He makes his return soon, didn't he? David Price. Yeah, he's, didn't he? he's on a. He's at Brentwood. MTK Global Show, is it? Good to see him back. Yeah. Seeing what he can do. Yeah, he's another week. I'd, I'd really like to see him and I want to see him do well the, the talk of people always say oh he needs to retire because he gets knocked out they say he's yeah. chinny didn't they so. mm. but I, th- I feel it's unfair but I'm, not, I'm not being rude yet every heavyweight then you might as well say he's chinny because if you're at, at that sort of level where yeah. they're at you know heavyweights if you're hitting people on the button and you can punch you're knocking yeah. them out yeah. so you can't say you might as well say every heavyweight's chinny then mm. I think it's unfair to say that about him to mm. be fair um, I think agree. it is unfair to say that because think- every other fighter yeah. that gets knocked out they don't say they're chinny yeah. mm. at heavyweight at a heavyweight level and if you're at a higher level you should be putting people to sleep yeah. that's it do you think that do you, do you think that's a problem with, it's a problem with defence or it's just, it's just probably a bit easier to hit or well, yeah it's clearly I got something yeah, I think it is yeah, yeah but it could I, have something I, to do with it I much think he's so big mm. he, like, he's wider than any of the other heavyweights and he's such a unit that you just think there's no way he could, he's, little, he's got little legs for such a big lad he's got little legs mm. he can't be holding that frame boxing obviously he's going to get tired regardless everyone's going to get tired when they're throwing punches constantly but for me I just think he just gets to a certain level and he just gets so tired that it's 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 a lot easier and it's a lot weaker and then then you get hit and it's and then that's it yeah it's good enough the resistance has gone quite early with him which is the downside mm. but like you said at heavyweight He's always going to challenge because he, he can hit. He can hit. That's of course he can, he can hit. hit. And he, you know, and even when he's knocking out people, yeah. they're not saying everyone else is chinny. Just cause, no. you know, he got knocked out by Thompson, didn't he? And then he got knocked out by Thompson again and they were saying he's chinny. And then he obviously had, was it a European title fight or something yeah. like that? Or yeah, 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 another big fight yeah. and then got knocked out. And you can't just say a heavyweight's chinny because they get knocked out. <coughs> yeah. You know, I think, like I said, at that sort of level... 
at any level, even at any level, even from the beginning of yeah. the level, if you heavyweights that are big punch hard, yeah. And if you're getting hit by a heavyweight, even if you're a heavyweight, you're you're gonna and you're getting hit clean, you're gonna get put to sleep. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not, then you're clearly not a heavyweight. I think yeah. you've got to carry power as yeah. a heavyweight. If you're at that sort of, if you're at that, if you're a heavyweight and you're not putting people to sleep, then there's something, something wrong in my eyes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fair point. <laughs> it's a fair point. Man. We've long said it. I mean, I'm trying to think of an example where we've got certain heavyweights. It's like I'm a I'm a fan of Derek Chisora, but I don't see him as a person that that really knocks people out. Yeah. More he, of he accumulations, gets, he, get, he gets he gets stoppages, you but can, it is he more he wears you down. He you can you down. see at that sort of level though, where at British level and them sort of fighters that are not knocking people out and the heavyweights that are world level that are hitting people and putting them to sleep like your Joshua's and your Wilder's and you know people like that I know Tyson Fury ain't a massive knockout person you know he boxes well but he's he's a different sort of fighter I suppose to sort of Joshua that sits on his sits on his feet and, yeah. and sinks them shots in and Joshua um, and Tyson Fury's more of a boxer just you know frustrate you and things like that yeah. and then when he wears you down he will knock you out you know, he's still got it in the yeah. locker. Yeah. So I just think he's he's one of them fighters that just frustrates you. But at the, like I said, between them sort of levels that where you got you know Derek Chisora and and you know even Dillian White and people like that, they're not at that sort of level where they're knocking people out consistently compared to your Wilders. And I think at them sort of levels at world level, you've got to be putting people to sleep. And that's that's they're the thing. And that shows the that big level. difference. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say the level difference between British. And and world. I mean, we've been quite blessed because the British heavyweights for a while have been very, very good. Yeah. But I think now we're kind of we're seeing that gap kind of establish itself again, where the British levels are very set. So we've got your. It's hard, but I would say your whites, Chisoras, and even now people like your Joe Joyce's and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. So Joe Joyce, let's be honest, his next fight is probably going to be on the Hay undercard for, and they I think they're aiming for the British title, and that's in his second, second fight. Second fight. Yeah. Mm. It's a big step. It, is yeah. he ready for it? We'll see. Did you see his, his debut fight? I see his debut fight. I see, to be honest with you, I, I switched it on at about round four. And I switched it off when at the start of round five. Yeah. Yeah. When, if when I'm totally honest off. with you, yeah. I, I wasn't interested in it. Um, I didn't see anything special in it. Yeah. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, for a debut against uh, uh, Lewison, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know that's a that's a big. See, it's a bit of a step, I suppose, for for to be in against someone like Joshua. He's not. But to say that he's British level next next fight, yeah. that's a bit. It's a so, bit of an ask, isn't it? I don't think he. Uh, I think <coughs> if he was gonna, if they, the way they talk about him, he should have maybe got, he should have probably got rid of Lewis in a lot quicker than what he did. If they, if they you know if they're talking about British title next, yeah. then uh, Lewis is only Southern area level, isn't he? Yeah. I wouldn't that, say he was British yeah. level. No. Yeah, he never went no. British level. He? He's some area. No, 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 he didn't. Yeah, because he, he fought um, White was for the British. I know title, he was yeah. the South area, so yeah. Which, yeah. you know, and he's WBO Asia Pacific yeah. champion. Oh, I don't even know what that belt is. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice looking belt. So, to be fair, I, went, I, I saw it. I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah when well, you put I, it on as well, weighed my arms down a bit. To be fair, but it is for the heavyweights. <laughs> so it's a big belt. <laughs> it's a big one. Um. You said a few minutes ago about ring wrestling, and obviously we, yourself, you're going to be back in the ring soon. Back in the ring, November 25th. Where's that going to be? Come on, plug you're it. You're called Bethany Green, uh, Steve Goodwin Show. 
got a six rounder um, just because I've been out of the ring since March um, I want to start getting active again now you know uh, get back in the ring get some rust off on uh, November 25th and then after this one kick on I want I want some titles you know I want to fight some I want to fight some prospects um, I'm gonna have to I, I believe I'll have to take a take a step and take a risk um, that's a risk I'm willing to take um, and yeah I'm, I'm ready to to see uh, what's planned for me after this one you know Southern area even pick up a Southern area title I think I'm I think I'm I think I'm past Southern area I think I'll win a Southern area I think I'm better than Southern area title level at the moment but that's the way you got to do it so let's uh, I think it's trap season now I want to pick up some belts mm. um, I'm, I want to fight some prospects and I think we should all be fighting fighting each other instead of always fighting journeymen so yeah. you know if Certainly. any uh, light welterweights or welterweight prospects are listening let's get it on not to put you on the spot if you could choose one <laughs> one for prospect a, for a nice big fight right now Conor Ben that's the fight I was hoping yeah. he was going to say that oh, wow. uh, that is the fight that, 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 that fight you know he's undefeated he hasn't you know I know he, he boxed uh, a couple of undefeated fighters with 4 no, but them, them fighters that he's fighting who was like 4-0 and 5-0 oh, and oh, mm. you know they're just ticket sellers who you know like even like myself right now like I know I'm selling tickets and that but they've been they've been given like opponents that probably some journeyman that could beat them but because they do a good ticket you know that's what's keeping their undefeated yeah. records and then yeah. when he steps in against someone who's like Conor Ben you know I thought he looked you know I wasn't that at the start of his career I wasn't too keen on how he was but then you know I think he is improving as a fighter I think in his last fight he looked uh, he looked very 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 good I thought he looked at times you know he was a bit more calmer he don't rush he didn't rush his shots but I think uh, styles make fights and I believe my style would beat him and uh, that's a fight I would love to have I don't think it would happen because you know he's he's with Matt Kieran and I think they're just feeding him shit at the moment so mm. I, think, I think you're spot on his, I mean his um, next fight's in um, it's in America it's in it? America yeah. he's getting all the limelight so uh, he's going to get the limelight but I'd like to see when he does step up against an unbeaten fighter that can fight and that will not just you know will come and give it to him as well and you know who can box who's got an ability you know who's not just going to roll over or you know then you'll see where he's at yeah. Even mm-hmm. if it's not me, put him in against someone that's a bit more, a bit more lively, and you know we'll see where he's at. But like I said, I've got a, I've got a job to do November twenty fifth. Get that off. Then after that, strap season, belts. I'm coming for. Wicked. I, d- I, d- I love it when people tell us that they, 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 they give us a name of someone they kind of want to fight, and they give us a direction of what they want to do. Yeah. And it's so good. Sometimes we speak to people and they decide. I don't want to say anybody's name. Nah, and it's like, no, fine. No. You don't want to call people out. I'm I not saying be disrespectful. I've got a job to do first, though, so I need to focus on that. Yeah. yeah. And see where things go after that. Have you got your opponent sorted for that yet, or is it? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. To be fair, I haven't. I'm just concentrating on my training at the moment. I'm still, you know, it's what four, just under four weeks out. Yeah. I'm focusing on, on. I've got good sparring coming in. I'm training well. Weight's coming off right. I'm eating clean. I'm living the life. Um, yeah, I'm just ready to get in the ring and do a job on November 25th. 
and if anyone wants tickets uh, get in contact with me either on Twitter Facebook or um, yeah like I said plug away man yeah. plug away <laughs> I'm hoping we'll be there hint hint we'll come at you for some tickets yeah we've all got to ask our wives if we're allowed to go out first yeah. but but we'll be there there's a lot of boxing <laughs> November and December that we're yeah. we're all kind of penciled in for already be that one can I go to this one it's like oh, you're joking me he's making the piss Michael like, yeah <laughs> yeah I am yeah, yeah, but, um, but I need to go now yeah. um, so I mean you said like kind of strap season for yourself I mean Conor Benta before after his last fight he doesn't even feel he's ready for a southern area title sort of uh, yeah I heard that anymore. I heard he still wants to uh, he's totally said something about he's still progressing still learning and things like that well, if that's where he is, uh, then that's where he is. Then we'll see you when I see you. Well, that's it. Well, because <laughs> I'm is, moving on now. Yeah. Put yourself in a position where you you can be the person that he is. I think they they they're, they're, they're doing titles. they're doing well. They're, they're, you know, they will do well with him. You know, yeah. if they they put him, steer him in the right direction, and I, and I believe they are. Um, he's improving definitely each fight, um, and that's what they want. So he's just learning his trade a little bit more and. You know, I've been pro now a couple of years, so I want to kick on now. Yeah. I want to kick yeah. on now. It's not, I don't want to rush, but I want, I want something to, to you know, dig, dig my teeth into and think, yeah, I'm ready for this one. You want something to really aim Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. what I want. Even, like I said, even if it's Southern Area first or something like that, yeah, that's, that's the plan for me. So who would be the person that sorts it out? So you have your, your, um, your trainer, Robbie Lloyd Taylor, and then you have your manager, who's Adam, Adam Booth. Booth. Yeah. Um, Is I, it like a, a group discussion, group decision? Well, that's what, you know, Robbie will uh, speak to Adam and tell him how I am, and you know what, what what we want next, and things like that. And then, you know, it's down to Adam as the manager to to get that sorted to me. Go off and negotiate. And, you know, speak to promoters and see who wants to put it on their show, and um, hopefully. Uh, be doing work with Steve Goodwin now so hopefully he can get that for me have a Southern Area title or something like that and see where it goes from there well Goodwin's really good for that he says it yeah. all the time that he produces yeah I think he's he doing really title fights yeah he does like especially oh, yeah. with that I think at the Southern Area in the English title sort of level he's he does a lot of shows with yeah. them belts so he, if he can produce it for me and I'll be more than happy to Funny shows. I mean, it's really good with, with Goodwin as well because he's obviously very. I don't want to say intertwined, but he works with a lot of different promoters as well. Like yeah. he provides the fighters for the Haymaker undercards, yeah. a lot of the yeah, Warren yeah. undercards. So there's always, he's always got cards up. I don't think there's many weekends that go by when you're not seeing Something. a Goodwin show somewhere yeah. or other. And well, one of his fighters. Yeah, mm. we well, definitely see it. Like when we went to the the Haymaker show, I think pretty much the entire undercard was provided by Steve Goodwin, which was which was insane because it was about seven or eight fighters before the, the t- televised people Slapping, yeah. and in fairness like I said a lot of the guys I hadn't heard of but it was a big platform for them it was obviously it was a, quite a big yeah. crowd yeah. Of a, on a big card let's be honest I mean it's where was the card? it was at the Indigo O2 oh, the Indigo, where's that? so it's in the O2 <laughs> but it's because uh, when it's, I see it on the telly I was like that's that's not the O2 no mm-hmm. so it's, it's in the O2 because someone said O2 and I was just like they don't look like it no but mm-hmm. it's, it's the Indigo it's essentially like a nightclub it's got a, a big stage. I thought stage. so because they had like a like banisters and that as well, didn't they? Yeah, it, was, did it, was, it yeah. was a very strange setup. We spoke about it last week, so it's just like that, isn't it? You yeah, get the, the stage at the, the front where the ring was, 
and then like a cinema style yeah front to back mm. of just rows of seats and then a bar right at the back and then there was the balcony everybody, bit at the top where, uh, yeah. and like I said to the guys those were the cheap seats and they were the best seats in the house yeah. so mm. if you ever get to go to the Indigo 2 to watch a boxing it's like that in the York as well it's like that in the York as well when you're on yeah. the balcony I think the they're top, crazy yeah. I do you know when people say sometimes about even when I sell tickets for the for your call and then people are like oh, how much ringside and things like that and it's like you know ringside 65 and vip's 100 when you you know you get one one two seats from from the ring but i say to a lot of the a lot of the um people that buy tickets i said you're better off just buying 40 pound tickets because mm. you get a better view from the 40 pound tickets when you're on the balcony mm. yeah, you yeah. know or even if you're not on the balcony your view either way in the your call is it, it i wouldn't be paying the extra to go as close as people do because it ain't it's the same sort of view isn't it sometimes with yeah. the, even yeah. with your call like if you're too close you're looking up at the ring yeah it's well, slightly elevated that's what we said about the haymaker one so I was in the media seats but so they were really close to the front but we were lower than the ring hmm. so we were looking up at the fighters so you can only see them kind of from the the waist up, up which yeah. was probably a good thing to be honest with you on that night but yeah, your call on the balcony, they, they are definitely, the, I, I must prefer those. those they, always, they always look good when, when they do the pan, they only pan out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got one geezer, he's just sitting there, he's leaning over, I'm pretty sure he's just tapping the geezer on the head. <laughs> because it's, that's, how, that's how close it looks, you think, fucking hell. Oh. So, something I wanted to, uh, to ask about actually, it's, it's quite an interesting thing that well, I think we've spoken about before, so obviously a lot, of, a lot of fans don't really understand or have their knowledge of how you know, ticket sales work at smaller mm-hmm. hall shows. Obviously, the fighters they go out and they generate a lot of the the sales themselves. How does that work? Do you get like a set amount? So they'll be like, right, here's X amount of tickets. This is for you, or is it just you take numbers? No, they get. I think you've got to do. I don't. I don't really get involved in my tickets. I'm quite lucky that my dad does it for me, and he does a good job of them. Uh, mm. But I think it's you get a set of. I think it's like you got to make. You got to sell hundred nothing. So for this one, I think it was like hundred and seven tickets minimum, and that sets you out the money that's earned from that. I don't know when you get into the figures. I don't know. Yeah. But I think that you pay for the the opponent, the house, and then the rest for you. And then after you the hundred and seven, if I'm right, I might be wrong, but I think you get fifty percent of every ticket. So if you after the hundred and seven, say you do another yeah. fifty, uh, you get every ticket you sell, you get fifty percent off. So you give fifty okay. percent to the promoter, fifty percent to yourself. So after a forty pound ticket, you get twenty quid out of it. Yeah. So yeah, because it's it's one of those. It's, a, it's a hard job selling tickets. Well, this is like any fighter, you know. You've got to, if you haven't got, it's with with boxing being on a on a on a ticket deal as well. Like if you haven't got sponsors and people that act that's helping you, like a lot of these like fighters that are not on these big shows has to sell tickets there you know it's not a full time job for them mm-hmm. they have to work as well yeah. you know because of what you earn off and selling that ticket unless you can sell 400 tickets 500 tickets every time you fight every and you're fighting every 7 yeah. 8 weeks but uh, that's a lot hard enough selling it's hard enough selling you know 150 200 tickets so yeah. Yeah. even that's, then you know some people you just just try and do the the hundred and seven, and so you don't. It's a lot of stress for people, and you know you expect people to come every time you fight, and it's, yeah. I mean it's keeping everyone keen as well, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. if you're Especially fighting every seven weeks, and if weeks you're fighting journeyman just all the time, 
so then people are just like you know yeah. they see the same thing you know I'm quite lucky I got I got good support and you know I got a lot of people that just you that want to see me do well and they don't mind uh, putting their hand in their pocket and paying for them tickets even though some of people I have some people that buy tickets and don't even go but they come and support yeah. me so yeah. you know it is hard for fighters they can't get the people to go all the time like you said it's a, and it's a shame it must, really. be, it must be a stressor like you said that and it, it must be difficult for fighters obviously you're trying to get through a camp yeah because you're you've, working you've still got that, that training, pressure to be doing all you know, and then you've got to fit in your foods around it you're running and things like that it's hard yeah. for fighters yeah. to earn they're not earning bundles of dough and you know, until they get to, that break yeah, yeah. I've spoken to you about this before and it's like the perception on the outside is obviously everyone sees the Joshua shows they see yeah. the big the big glitzy clouds the big, big if you can get on them and it's great but obviously there's yeah. so much boxing below that level that yeah. people, just, that people yeah. just aren't exposed to and they don't see the amount of hard work that goes into it yeah. how many fighters will, will start and like the anti-Joshua and go straight into that level maybe like one in a thousand mm. yeah. there's so many books I mean we it's, I, I wouldn't even be embarrassed to say it I just, we discovered you kind of by accident when we went to the Harrow Ledger Centre card mm-hmm. and you had that absolute I said it as a fight of the year <laughs> with uh, uh, was it McCauley McGowan McCauley McGowan yeah. that was a good terror. that was a good fight <laughs> we were sitting there it was the undercard I was like I wasn't expecting massive amounts it was in Harrow Ledger Centre we were just sitting there like first round came around I was like mm-hmm. okay this is heating up a bit do I mm-hmm. second round I was like Jesus this is this is an <laughs> absolute terror <laughs> yeah. and then we came out and we were like well that was yeah. easily the best fight of the night Yeah. and I was gutted because he moved up to, to middleweight didn't he that was at no at light middleweight that light was middle. actually at just below like it was between welter and light middle I think it was at 10-10 I was uh, I was definitely gutted uh, that the rematch didn't happen you know on the night of the fight I thought I'd done enough when I was in there to win it. Watched it back, very close. You know, being in Harrow as well. Maybe, you know, some people might go, oh, he got a stroke of luck and got to draw yeah. out of it. Either way, draw, you know, win, lose, whatever. That fight should have definitely been one for the fans to be seen again. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, I think it was definitely worthy of English title, Southern Area title. Well, it couldn't be Southern Area title because he's from. Manchester, so yeah. we'll, find, English we'll find a title that we can scrap. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll find yeah. but what I mean, like, if he was definitely worthy of a title, yeah, yeah. so yeah. definitely English title. I thought, um, tried to get the rematch, spoke to um, Adam because I'm after that fight, I uh, switched management from who I was with to Adam, and I spoke to Adam about getting a rematch. Spoke to Andy Alien, they said about, yeah, it's, it will happen, this, that, and the other, was waiting for it, and nothing really come of it. You know, I said numerous times about on interviews with uh, I from London, I think I might have mentioned it to you before, yeah. about that rematch, wanted to get on, didn't happen, and now we're, uh, yeah, back to where we are, and you know, I've got to kind of build something again and try and get another, another fight like that. that people can uh, capture the imagination yeah, yeah. yeah definitely because that, that's absolutely what it was like I said people came away from that and yeah. I, I'd never heard of McCauley McGowan obviously he's a, not a fighter that's uh, like we're going to see in small shows necessarily around here and it, again he was a fighter that after that right, add him on Twitter we'll start, start following him and this is how we, we discover these, these fighters mm. just yeah. when they have these great fights like you said when you turn up and you have these fights with gentlemen all the time it's but these are the fights yeah, that, pe- right. that the fans yeah. want to see yeah. you know yeah. they want to see people 
putting their unbeaten record like he was 10 and 0 I was 7 and 0 on the line over 8 rounds and yeah. you know pure war it was yeah. you know yeah. and the fans are like yeah they're getting their money's worth on these small shows they produce yeah. they do produce like good good fights that, that don't get recognised well we said this before um, the small holes are where the, the best fights the majority of the best yeah. fights happen because they are they're more often they're the ones they are 50-50 because yeah. like you've got to give the fans their money's worth if yeah. like sure. you said it's, mm. you're telling don't, people don't to come and spend their hard-earned money to watch a lot of fighters generally that people might not necessarily yeah. know because they would have bought well, their you, tickets from a particular person yeah when you look at the, you look at when you go to the Joshua fights when you go out some of these guys they don't even watch half the, the undercard they'll mm. go off do whatever they're doing stay in the bar chat to the mates yeah. do whatever come, back from come out watch one fight go home spend 120 quid whatever mm. you go to one of your nights one of the, the smaller hall nights you can watch five, six, seven good fights Yeah. spend half the money yeah Ten times closer, and actually go home talking about six or seven blokes that you think right, he was good. Yeah. Start, this shit. start following. This is the reason we've got to watch. Yeah. This piece is going to be big. Like uh, that's for me. That's ten times better than going traveling. What two hours for us or an hour for us? Watch one fight and then fuck off home. There's a lot more exposure as well, though. There's a lot more exposure now for boxing. I think. Yeah. I think it's, it's grown a lot more with, with the different platforms you've got, got to watch as well David Hayes doing his own thing um, Box Nation as well Sky, you're not just not just waiting ITV, Sky, not just Sky yeah ITV, yeah exactly so yeah. hopefully a lot more of these shows will be shown yeah, but that would be wicked if you see, yeah. if you see like, imagine that Harry Legend Centre gets a couple of cameras in there as well well it was when we went to to that Harry Legend Centre card where <coughs> Jez was on it that was on Box Nation that yeah. yeah yeah, and that was because What's his name? Uh, yeah. Singh was in. No, uh, was it Sanjeev Zahot was on that, and it was uh, Liam Walsh. Liam Walsh, yeah. yeah. In his uh, yeah, World Title Eliminator. Yeah. IBF Eliminator. Oh, yeah. And mm. it was insane. Like I said, it wasn't wasn't too too busy. Nah. It mm. was a good crowd. Obviously, when, uh, I've said this before on the show that when we had, when you get the smaller hall shows, obviously you've got ticket sellers in there. You do get the sort of thing where that their fights happening. Everybody's very vocal. And I think it was the Sanjeev Sahota fight that I noticed it the most when, when he was fighting, his his crowd was so loud. But then as soon as his fight finished, they left. Yeah. <laughs> they were straight yeah. on the coach yeah. and they were out of there. And I remember me and Dwight, were yeah. we were left at the end for like the last two or three fights and we went and sat pretty much in the front row. Yeah. And it was really, probably, was probably the best seat we'd ever had at the boxing at the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, like Dwight said, it's, it's great that there's so many different platforms now that we can see these sort of fights so there's obviously a lot more opportunities for people to be seen like yourself so we'll, we'll look forward to that speaking of different platforms but back to the original Sky conversation we've got the Monaco card this weekend yeah, yeah. I think Sky are also showing the Wilder's Devon fight later on in the night so it'll be a, yeah, a long night of boxing mate I'm not even that bothered about this one Quig for me and Chisora McDonald other than that it's, I don't, for one, I don't know why they're going over to Monaco to fight. They've definitely got a deal over there because they've done a few, done a few, a few like, fights over there. It now, seems Murray they? had Golovkin over there, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've then started a few more fights, but that, I bet it's a tax thing. Come on, Eddie's a genius, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not fighting Monaco for no reason. Uh, um, and then you got yeah Wilder on, um, but Sean Porter makes his comeback. Is it a comeback? It's, he hasn't it's been not, in the ring for a long time. He's been, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he fights. Um, should he win? He should win, shouldn't he? Yeah, you would hope so. Lados, never, not, not, I've never heard of him, but but don't follow him too much. Well. Nah, yeah. 
it's because David is the world's biggest Kell Brook fan <laughs> so he doesn't really follow anyone else and he definitely doesn't like that Kell Brook <laughs> yeah he, he loves Basically. a bit of Kell Brook mm. I can't say anything when does he make his return that's the big question or does he this will take the piss but yeah, well, that's the Or does he? Or does he? Like, he, he both of his eyes, yeah, yeah. one, yeah. and then another yeah. one. Yeah. That's going to play a massive thing in his career. Yeah. yeah. Apart, apart from your hands, as a boxer, you need to be able to. Even, even when he's in there, you know, if, when he does come back, uh, he's going to have that in his mind. Yeah. Mental thing. I said that before the thing. Yeah, that's the big question. So, that's a good point, actually. Have you have you yourself ever had a, a major injury that you think, whether it be your wrists, your, your knuckles, your bones in your fingers, shoulders, that you've ever had to have um, had a long time out, come back, and thought, well, oh, am I, I going to be the same? I'm quite lucky to be fair. Touch wood. Yeah, um, touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had an injury like anything major yet. In my uh, oh, good, good. In my career, I'm hoping that you ain't jinx me now. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm gonna go to training next day and do something. Bad. I'm gonna go, oh god, I'm never going on that. Yeah, I'm never going on that again. Don't talk to me, lads. <laughs> no, I'm lucky I've never had uh, an injury problem at all, really. No, I, you no. know, sometimes my hands get sore and things like that, but that's natural for any fire, yeah, yeah, you know, they bruise up and things like that, especially when you're punching constantly. Uh, no, nothing like that, but it's probably difficult for any fighter like that that has that in the back of their mind with any sort of injury, like like you were saying about Kel yeah. with his eyes, like I was saying, that's going to be massively on the back of his mind when he does, if he comes back, you know, I'd, it's, it'd be good to see him back in back in the ring, because yeah. I definitely think he's a, a very good fighter and I think he's at definitely at world level, Yeah, and yeah, it'd be good to see him back in there. So question for yourself again, actually, right? So speaking of the McDonald brothers, I don't, I don't even know which one's fighting. Is it Jamie? Uh, yeah, Celise as well. So as the fighter, he's fighting. Sorry, they're twins, and you've got two. They're they're both quality operators, mm-hmm. and I can't remember which one it is. I think it's Gavin who is completely devoted. Like he loves boxing, lives it, watches it, does it, reads it, and then you've got Jamie who's just very good at it, but doesn't actually. Like, like you follow said about yourself, much. doesn't really follow it that much, doesn't watch it at home, mm. doesn't really keep an eye on anyone else. Is it obviously you're not a massive like follower? I don't really, yeah, I don't really, uh, I don't really follow it, follow it that much to be fair. <laughs> it's quite bad, really, yeah. Mm. I should be watching it uh, a lot more than what I do, but I don't know, I think because I do it all the time, I suppose, you know, mm. I'm training all the time, I'm fighting all the time. Um, and boxing's always there in the day when I'm training or whatever. I think the last thing I want to do when I do get time to chill in the evening is sit and watch boxing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for yeah. some fighters, they you know people that 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 doesn't mean like I don't you know you know live the boxing and you know breathe boxing and think about boxing all the time because I do you know I'm I'm dedicated to it and I, I want to achieve in my career but that doesn't mean I have to watch boxing all yeah. the time yeah. Yeah. you know they're, they're, you know, when you get the big fights and you know I'm interested in watching them like you've got the Lem- Lemachenko and Rigondo fight coming up like, yeah. I cannot can't wait, wait for that fight, fight. Um, yeah, that's and that, a massive night you know, of boxing as well that you... will be a fight I will definitely be watching you know yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to 
Billy Joe versus Lem- is it Lemu? Yeah. Looking forward to that fight. You know, you got uh, the return of James Dego. I'm a, I'm a big fan of. I really like James Dego. Yep. I think he's a class act. Mm. So that's another one to look forward to. Definitely. But yeah, I don't. You got obviously Smith and Williams. November eleventh. That's that's going to be going to be an exciting fight. But I don't like some fights on some shows. Like I just don't. I don't even know that they're on sometimes. Mm. Like you're talking about that, that Monte Carlo. Is it Monte Carlo yeah. show? Yeah. And I, you know, I didn't even really know what was going on with it. To be fair, I, mm. until you obviously start talking about, it, I wasn't really. I knew it was happening, but I didn't know really who was on it, what was topping it, and things like that. Yeah. I wasn't too keen on it. But I think you get that with sportsmen of pretty much every sport really mm. you hear a lot of the footballers that you know they, they obviously play they train two three hours a day they have their match at the end of a week or two or three times a week and then they just completely come away from come the sport from it, yeah. you need downtime don't you you can't just yeah. well that's it it's same for me I'm finding that balance yeah. I don't go home and carry on doing electrics you don't come home I keep doing spreadsheets yeah, 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 yeah I do you mean you do you do yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend as soon as I'm finished I'm done that's it head switched off I just want to chill relax do anything so mm. yeah if it's um, if it's what you're doing 24-7 yeah I, I imagine you burn out quite quickly as well you just there's only so much as yeah. right, especially if you're doing it so you're having like your early starts mm. you'll train maybe two three times a day I don't know what the get up is but yeah after after doing that no I just I want to switch off and just yeah so you have to switch back on the next day and you know you start training again I don't that's think it yeah that's what I want to be doing is sitting down and constantly watching boxing all the time yeah you know I, I, I enjoy uh, you know watching like I said them, them bigger fights and learning and watching them fights but I don't always watch undercards and things like that yeah mm. I know a lot of people fighters talk about when they study it and things like that um, I do all my studying my learning and that in the gym yeah. and you know when I do watch them uh, it's, I suppose it's opinions and that because a lot of some people say to even trainers say about the, you know watching it the old fights and things like that and all that mm. I just don't always interest me you know I've got life as well yeah you know, as well as boxing you know and it's even sometimes when not just talking about boxing watching it and that but it's even sometimes your lifestyle of after your fights you know you, sometimes your people that you see out and your mates and that say so you might go out after your fights and you go out with your pals and you have a drink thing some people look at you differently and think oh you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be doing that I'm still still mm-hmm. a human being you know what I mean I still yeah. want to live my life a little still, bit you know what I mean yeah, I yeah. still still want to go out with my, with my pals sometimes after my fight and you know have a have a pint with them and you know yeah. go mm. out for something to eat and eat something yeah <laughs> yeah. Not eat, be, not eat a Domino's pizza yeah. or things yeah. like that I don't want people looking at me sometimes and going like you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be doing that yeah. Yeah. you know as long as I'm not doing it during when I'm in camp then yeah, well, yeah that's that's it, it. does it, it matter exactly. when yeah. you've got your so, you've got your, your boxing head on people look at you uh, differently sometimes and that I don't know yeah when you're in your, your camps and you're training that's when you're doing it when you're not then it's it's not anyone else's problem. It's just mm. what you want to do. Then yeah, I completely, hundred percent agree with that. But I think it's just as, and like you said, you absolutely need that space. The problem is that us as fans now, we're so we're so involved with boxers, so yeah. like we see them twenty four seven, TV, radio, yeah. Twitter. Everybody's so involved all the time. Mm. You actually feel like. <laughs> 
they owe you something. I, th- I think it's probably what it is. Yeah. Because yeah. like, you you dedicate a lot of time, a lot of uh, a lot of money to following boxers around. Yeah. And I can see how people get sucked into that, but you, we do lose sight of the fact that. Yeah. They are guys. You 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 need to live the same as we yeah. do. Like, yeah, yeah. Our downtime is us going and watching boxing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You've just done twelve weeks of <laughs> doing that to, yeah, yeah, to do exactly. that to get to mm. us to having that one night. Yeah. Yeah. So I can completely understand how you end up in that situation. And it must be quite frustrating. Like you said, if you're out and you're just having a bit of downtime mm. yourself, that was good, yeah. to try and have to live with everyone's yeah. expectations yeah. all the time. As yeah, well. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's no, that that would, that would be my ending. I wouldn't like it. Nah, no, not in the slightest. So I mean, I think you were at the. Uh, I think I saw it on your Snapchat. You were at the Groves fight, were you? Yeah, I went to the Groves and uh, Cox fight. I didn't even go. I didn't go for the undercard. Nothing like that. Um, I had other things in the day I had to had to do, uh, but we uh, end up getting there for the for the main event. Um, always good. Um, Why it lasted? Yeah. Um, I, I thought Cox was doing really yeah. good. Up yeah. to when he got caught with that cracking body shot. Yeah. I think that was uh, a lot of practice in the gym. They knew that, that shot. Yeah. And that was a yeah. cracking shot. Yeah, it was. Um, I missed it actually when I was live there, the actual body we shot. All <laughs> we all did. <laughs> we all did. We were all watching looked, the fight. I was watching yeah. the fight in the crowd. <laughs> and I went to get my fan. I get this on Snapchat. And then I looked to the left and he's on the floor. And I went there with my missus and I obviously the fight was quite close to us so I pulled her away from it and I was kind of like my head was a bit like yeah. couldn't know what to look at and yeah. the next minute Andy stopped I didn't even wait for them to announce the winner I just buggered off yeah. so literally yeah. I got there for the main event paid £20 a park what I was gutted about mm-hmm. and then was in there five minutes <laughs> <laughs> missed it <laughs> missed the knockout <laughs> lost 20 quid on bargain and then yeah that was it so do you like to get to to much boxing? Do I like to get too much yeah. boxing? Um, I suppose that's more of a night out itself. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind. Yes, uh, yeah. like I said, I, you know the fights that I, I am interested in, and I do like going. I like, I'd like, I like going to them, but yeah, I'm not. I do. I don't mind going to the actual shows. I just don't always like watching on telly. Yeah, yeah no, I get that. Yeah. But we've said yeah. it before. Going to boxing is a very completely different, different experience yeah. to watching it on TV. Yeah, um, you know, especially when you haven't got Sky. Talking shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Biased yeah, opinions. Being biased yeah. slightly to their own fighters. Yeah, that's a fuck. But whatever. Alright, my boys, we've got about five minutes left. Let's. We're just going to throw some questions at you quickly then. Go on So, what do you think of. Uh, who, first of all, who's your, who's your favourite? Like, who's your favourite British fighter, would you say? British fighter. So obviously you, you uh, you've been in the gym with some of the some of the best ones my around. British fighter. Uh, at what sort of level? Prospect level or <laughs> any any? Yeah, I'd or say world any, level. Yeah, any like. Are we going? Like, are think, we going present or? I'm thinking present, like people present. that are yeah. around now. I think so, uh, you, know, like you, you know, Josh Taylor's or your right, gotcha. Yeah, them sort of people. I like. would probably be Josh Kelly at the moment. I think he's Josh uh, Kelly, mm-hmm. and I'm not being like biased because he's a teammate but I think he's a class act he's a cracking fella as well and yeah I just think his skills are just different different See, class is, different I, really class. Want I to watch ask him in the that. gym and that and he's just uh, a league above and I think he will go and all the way definitely mm. I think he's a yeah 
class act. He looked, he very, looked good good. On the weekend. very good. Very oh, good. He's mm. with the top, top. And he's impressive. Jersey, he's impressive in what he does with everything. You know, he trains hard. <coughs> um, and then you, you just watch him in when he fights. And yeah. Does he, does he naturally train with his hands down? Like well, I know the way he fights. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's just confidence, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. Do you think? His ability is Yeah, he's there. Yeah. Without a doubt, he's got so much confidence of just moving his head and yeah, just yeah. moving his feet and yeah. the, the, the the things he does in the ring. He do, he does them inspiring as well. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's yeah he's he's different different gravy. Do you think that would change with the level of opponent? Um. Yeah, I would say. Uh, I don't know what's going through his head mm. when he's doing all that. He's more confident. Yeah. So yeah. if he's confident on doing that and when he moves up and thingy, then yeah. why not? Yeah. yeah. Um, he s- looks good at doing it. It's exciting to watch. From oh, absolutely. So, Everyone's so excited. That's, that's what you want. You want a yeah. bit of character, don't you? Of course. So. That's it. You want to see something different. And no other fighter, well, for me, no other fighter's doing what he's doing. You've got that bit of so swag sh- about him as well. Yeah, you, you straight away, he's an eye catching. Like, like, Definitely. Oh, well, what's this fella? But yeah, no, fair play. You can see he's going to be good. But it's, mm. yeah, it's good because obviously you train with him and everything, but wicked, man. When you were just saying a minute ago, obviously, not to be biased about a teammate, but let's be honest, your teammates are pretty decent, to be fair. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty decent. You know, that's, that's obviously Adam's side, and you got. Now I'm working with uh, Robbie Lloyd Taylor, he's got a couple coming through um, that hopefully will do well. Um, he's just got their licenses and. We'll see if they get on the platform a little bit. Um, but obviously on Adam Booth's side, you've got Lucian Reed, you've got uh, Charlie Edwards, Ryan Burnett, Josh yeah. Kelly, you got Andy Lee and that. So. But you can just rattle off a load of them. I know. <laughs> yeah, you could just yeah. keep coming. Yeah. yeah, they do. So in terms of, obviously that's your kind of managerial side. Yeah. Do you have much interaction with those guys as well then? Um, well, obviously I was training over there with Adam and yeah. that, but now, um, you know, I, I'm I'm back on small hall shows at the moment. Um, I've had obviously got I've had to go back to work, so now I've gone back to work. Adam's over at Adam's gym. They all train at eleven o'clock in the in the morning, yeah, uh, or in the daytime. So it's hard for me to get over there. You know, I still got earn a living, um, but hopefully, touch wood. I get myself after this fight I'll get myself into a position where I get a good fight you know and pick up a few titles and then hopefully I can get get myself back over there training with uh, all the boys during the day and I won't have to work mm-hmm. uh, I've got to get myself in that position first so at the yeah. moment I'm just taking uh, the rough with the smooth and just yeah. yeah kind of going with it and hopefully get back over there with the lads I think that's a nice place to, to wind in there, to be honest with you. Wicked. I think that's a, it's, it's such, it, and it's not in patronise, it's so good to hear mm. people that speak like that, because obviously, like you said before, it's not easy, obviously, having to have a job, mm. do all your training, all the stuff that goes along with that, you know, all the ticket sales and stuff like that, as a, as a whole package, so it's, Say it's commendable. We it's an eye opener. Yeah, it's an eye opener. Like I said, a lot of people yeah. watch a lot of boxing and don't know. And don't even realize the back, the little bits yeah, that go man. into it. No, yeah. that's wicked. So it's good that we can obviously speak to yourself and we can get that sort of that sort of knowledge out to people as well. Mm. Maybe encourage people when when the, the fighters are selling tickets a bit more as well and be like, do you know what? Actually, maybe I will take up a couple of tickets mm. because I know that yeah. it is. It actually it helps. It makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. 
So I'm glad that we can try and relay that onto some more people. And uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank thank you for having me. It's been appreciate it. It's been a a good insight into it again. Yeah, yeah, wicked. Wasn't as bad as you thought. You were able to talk. No, it was alright. I enjoyed it very much. A lot easier. A lot easier. No cameras. Hopefully, uh, after the fight, November twenty fifth. Maybe I can come back on it. Oh, we'd we love to have you back. Yes. Yeah. If I do it again, we're building up a, uh, a catalogue of people now, so we're gonna, we're definitely gonna get we you hit. back. Yeah. All right, then, boys. Well, we'll wrap up there then. Dave, have you got a message for Sean? Try to keep it clean. Uh, oh. You're a cuck. I was gonna say. <laughs> no, we, we got, we got, we got to the hour mark, and no one had sworn, so we didn't have to put the e on iTunes, but now we do. Yeah, mm. sorry. Because it's explicit now. Because David's oh, God. <laughs> David's ruined it right at the end. <laughs> And the deal is that we don't edit the show, we just put it out as it is. Is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Right. It is what it is. Well, That's thanks it. very much for joining us today. Wicked. And uh, best of luck on the 25th, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you very much. Cheers, lads. Bye. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat your children. Forward. That's how winning is done.